how's uh what, where are you at nowadays are you down there in the south i'm yep down here in the south <laughs> no Ooh. i'm it's kind of it's north louisiana so it's like basically arkansas basically mississippi okay louisiana. so no swamplands i was gonna ask you what the swamp was like uh it definitely is swampland yeah is it small town vibes yes i'm so sorry no but it's like it's weird because people here think it's like the city you know what i mean do you like cajun food um no i don't like seafood so i'm trash for that out of place but is shrek technically the swamp sasquatch I never really would have thought of it like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, maybe. The famous lines, get out me swamp. Get out me swamp. It's definitely swampland, dude. There's some creatures down here. What was uh, Katrina like? <laughs> it was in 2005, so. Oh, yeah. Da, da, da. You weren't there. <laughs> I'm looking at pictures of the city right now. It looks, uh, it looks actually wait, wait, wait. really pretty. What city did you say you're in? Monroe. M O N. R-O-E. So that's like ULM's there in that town. Is that like a college town? Yeah, that's where ULM is. Yeah. Um, yeah, small college, but yeah. Okay. So what 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 bring what what brings you down to these parts? Because I think out of like all of our friends, a lot of them have moved out of the Midwest, but yours is definitely the most like interesting to me. Weird for sure. Random. I think about it every day. (laughs) (laughs) But um yeah i don't know i it was like a kismet thing i don't know if i told you all this ever um but like after i graduated i was like fuck it i don't want to can i i can cuss you guys are gonna like cut shit up right no you can cuss go ahead yeah this is pg it would keep it keep it pg-13 okay but um you say whatever you want (laughs) we we creep in we we creep in rated r every once in a while oh okay 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 um but i was like fuck it I don't want to do marketing and so I went to this like conference for investigative reporters and editors and then I met my boss and I my dad worked down here at ULM at the time so I'd been down here like once and then I met the guy that hired me in the morning acre and then like we interviewed there and then they were like want to work here and I was like all right I guess okay so before you knew this is what you were getting into. You studied marketing, but I always remembered you d- you did some like show at on campus, right? Yes. So yes. That, I remember that... you driving me one morning with your just your cup in hand, just like <laughs> I'm always strapped. I'm always strapped in it with a coffee on a morning drive. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I did the sports show and well, I knew I wanted to do like I knew I wanted to do something like broadcasting because I did it. This is so nerdy. I did it in high school and I like loved it. And so I tried to stick with it in college a little bit, but then I was like, well, I don't want to like only do broadcast journalism and then like end up hating it. And then, you know what I mean? So I did marketing and then I was like two years in and I was like, gosh, I don't want to do this. And then (laughs) my professor guy was like, just stick it out and meet some people. And so that's what I did. And yeah, here we are. Professor guy. So you finished with marketing and then did you ever take like any classes for reporting or anything like that i minored in journalism but that's about it okay so not not a ton of no but in high school i did there was like a weird program where we did like school news for two years so we like learned a lot of the basics and it like genuinely it's carried over 
I okay. credit a lot, but yeah. So before we get on into your like career, because I think Josh and I both have a lot of questions on your like day to day and like what <laughs> you do for your job, just to kind of like break it down, I want to hear your Spotify annual recap because I didn't see it on the gram. No, I'm not really. I'm not into social media right now. I don't know. I just can't. That's a good thing. Let's go, Riley. Retweet. Go. I hate it. It's just the worst. Like every time I go on there, I see someone I don't know, and I'm like, why am I following you? Don't and don't just, don't, like, don't hop on there. Everyone's getting engaged right now. <laughs> Dude, that too, or like having a yeah. baby. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. The relax. lives we live. Relax. So different. Um. Okay. So I had top artists. Number one, Taylor Swift. Add a girl. Okay. And is that um, influenced from you know maybe a connection to the Chiefs, or is that more so? No, actually, I've been. been... I've been a fan since I was like little. I have her autograph and like a little shadow box from like when I was really little. I went to the okay. Red concert and then I went to the Eras tour, of course. Um, but also go Chiefs. Right. So like this is a, yeah. my world's colliding. Love it. Um, number two is Lana Del Rey, which is a little mm. sad vibes, I guess. What's uh okay. Okay. okay, I'm not too familiar with her. Can you give me your top song? Um, you know, summertime sadness. Yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, oh does, does she do um, uh, what's that other song? That's what's her number two song? Star Girl Interlude with the Weekend. Oh, she's featured in that one. Sorry. Oh, Lena. Uh, Lana. Ella, Lana. Yeah. I don't even know what it would. Lust for Life, maybe. Oh yeah. Video yeah. games. Okay, I I I see. Her. I've seen this album cover before. Okay, yeah. so that's, that's a good two. Are you in? Like, uh, what percentage percentile are you over listeners? I that I don't know actually. Wait, let's are you on Apple I... Music or Spotify? Spotify. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm an Apple guy for some reason. But it was interesting. All of my like artists were the same for like when I saw them that month, except two of them I didn't see. So it was like. Okay, so you're listen. you're a real one and actually saw your top ones in concert. Yeah, three out of five on this list. Like, wow, that's that's impressive, actually. Right, saying. I know. Um, three was Post Malone. That's so. good. Okay, I, I think love the new Malone. album. I think Posty yeah. was in my top ten. Yeah, yeah. Uh, four was the nineteen seventy five. And you saw them, right? Saw them in New Orleans. That was super fun. I don't know if I know that band. Oh, you'll know it when you look them up. You okay. know some of it. Probably, yeah. And then number five was Benny. I don't know if you've ever heard of her. She's like kind of like smaller, but like, I don't know, like alternative pop, but like, I don't know. Just, uh, try Benny. it out. Try okay. It out. Okay. Like, Benny. I'll give Benny a listen. Yeah. How do you spell Benny? B E N E E. Oh. Oh. Yeah. There we go, Alice. First one right there. Benny. Is she like an up and coming artist or what's what's her thing? Um, actually, yeah, right. I think she did like the Women's World Cup song, which is kind of like big, like Go Benny. That's huge, she, yeah. I think she's from Australia, I want to say. She's pretty cool. Okay. Yeah, but I like her. Yeah. Okay, so with the whole T-Swift thing, do you think, like, what are your thoughts on that mayhem and has it messed up the organization at all? With the Chiefs? Yeah. yeah. Has it kind of effed with them a little bit, like throwing things off? Is that a little too much attention? I don't know. Okay. I would I like to, I, I, I never in a million years would have thought like just the sheer pull this 
woman has on a mm-hmm. fan base. It, it is incredible. Incredible. I think like Kansas City is like popping right now. I don't know if you guys saw, but like Jason Sudeikis at the KU game too. Like, yeah. Really? But does, does he have does he have some sort of tie to KU? I don't know, but I know he was like I think he went to like Fort Scott or Fort Smith or something like that. Okay. Which I think is like Western Kansas. I'm not sure. I think gotcha. like yeah, but so maybe he just so but not K State. So that's like yeah, you know. But. So. Would you rather have KU win the national championship in basketball or the Chiefs get the Super Bowl? You only get one. Chiefs. Chiefs. Okay. Oh, all right. It's a big well, deal. Let's, let's go. Let's go back to this Taylor Swift thing. I kind of want to break this down. You got your foot kind of in both sides here. You're a big Chiefs fan and you're a big Taylor Swift fan. You know. Yeah. I'm just. Yeah, I don't know. How how do you feel about it? Do you think it's taken from the Chiefs that they're showing Taylor Swift every other play? Or are you like, oh, I love this shit. Let's see Taylor Swift every or other play. What's this buzz in Kansas City? Like, are, are most people like, yeah, this is awesome? Or are some people like, yo? I don't know what it's like in Kansas City. I think, well, my friends are happy about it because it's like our world's colliding. I'm personally thrilled. I love it because it's like, oh my God, like she's a legend, you guys. Like she's yeah. like oh, really yeah. I didn't realize it until this happened. Like the sheer right. pull she has. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like she's gonna she's go got, down history. Yeah, big she's time. got her respect for me. Like she's absolutely she's killing it. Yeah. I knew she was big, but I think this definitely emphasized how big. Right, right. Yeah. Um I kind of agree. I think it's kind of made like both of them a lot like not bigger like Taylor Swift's been like the biggest forever but like I think it's just like made something new for both of them (laughs) you ever see those you ever see those videos where it's like um like guys talking to their wives and they're like yo did you see like this Travis Kelsey guy made Taylor Swift famous like what the hell happened (laughs) (laughs) and she just instantly instantly gets pissed off yeah (laughs) yeah yeah so funny or like that to girls all the time they get so fired up it's awesome yeah so funny no but like i just love it i'm actually like i am so here for it since like the first day which is i like got into kind of an argument with my coworker about it because she was like just like Shit, being no. yeah she was like taylor Swift's a hoe and i was like whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa. Love like, the yeah. backup bitch what I was like dude like i don't really know her like that but like don't you don't either like get out of here so we yeah we've gotten into it a couple times though i will say but like i was just like anyways but i'm really here for it i i came out of the studio i was like she's here she's the game like when the first time it happened i was like it's real do you think they're a good match yeah i think they're a great match did you see the way that she ran off the stage i need this debrief to me like like you're talking to a kindergartner like Mm -hmm. why why are they a good match because i don't know a whole lot about swift i just know kelsey's a dog on the field i don't know is you know out of the locker room life so why are they a good match good guy good guy back to the community yeah kind of good guy you say kind of he's kind of like he gives me like you know jock bad boy vibes but you know i think kind of but but i think he has like a good heart and i think he's like a family man and i think that's just his swagger on the field josh like he's untouchable yeah Okay, like okay. I think he's like different when he's playing, but like I think he's a really good guy. Um, and I don't know. I think that Taylor Swift needs someone that can like handle her, like her, her stardom. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's soaking it in. He's like, yeah, he's soaking it in, but he's also like being like 
you're my girl like and it's just like stop, yeah. you know like it's also, so it's perfect i think travis after football whenever that may be is his next stop is going to be in hollywood like he he's met for acting like you Gronk see him on, you saw him on SNL. Like that, that dude is destined to have like some okay, sort yeah. of career on film, whether it be like a blow up or not. Like he's gonna give it a go, I think. It's like how, um, it's like how sports people always like end up like broadcasting, like being sports reporters. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And okay, some wait. are some are really good at it. Some you're just like, all right, like you were a really good player, but that's the only reason why you're on stage right now. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, like Gronk. I'm sorry. Like he's good he's at so it, bad. I guess. But no, it's just he's like so bad. He has he's like two brain cells left. Like, come on. Like, what are we doing? Right. You just know? like retire and live on your beach house and just be His commercials. With that. You could do commercials, oh, right. whatever. They're cheesy, but just stick to that. Yeah. Those are terrible too. I will say someone who does it really well, RG3. I think oh, he does is a awesome. really good job. Robert Griffin the third. Um, he was the That's Heisman. He was the Heisman winner at Baylor in I want to say thirteen, maybe earlier than that, maybe like twenty ten. Um, but he's a reporter for ESPN now, and he does a great job. Okay. Yeah. Well, like he, he tried. Sure. He tried the pros. He was a high draft pick. Just was kind of struggling in the league with his kind of play style as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. And then he just went into being an analyst and he does a great job. See, maybe, maybe that works. I mean, it works out. It's a lot easier for them to get into that. Do you know who Pat McAfee is, Riley? Yeah. What do, you th- what do you think of him? Um, he's a lot. But he was like... a former player that is now has, he has his own show. He does college game day. A lot of people criticize him for being like, too far out there like he's just so intense and like might bring some slightly explicit content that a lot of the sports viewers love to like a family channel like espn (laughs) i don't know i feel like he's kind of made his own brand in that regard then and that's like fair like which is what makes you pop right like that's what that's the difference yeah yeah wait quick question are do you guys cut this up or no um, it, it is doable. It okay. can be cut up if you request oh, content so. to be cut out. I was just so, you know, if, if we get if we get a little deeper later and then you're like, oh, if something slips that. and you're just yeah. like, yo, <laughs> <laughs> please don't put that. Yeah, yeah, we can cut that out. All right. Cool. 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 We're good. Anyways. So, yeah, I mean, uh, let's let's get into your life, Riley. Um, so you're a news reporter. Give us your day to day on the job. Um, hours specifically, because I bet your hours are fucked. My hours are so fucked. Um, this November I was covering for like the anchors most of the time, and then, but like December I have like a lot of days off, which I was like really happy about. Um, it's a lot of PTO, but like I'm here for it. I needed a break, but anyways, um, I so my schedule is really weird, but like what my boss and I talked about like on a normal day I would work Wednesday Thursday Friday like this is what I've been doing how about that Wednesday Thursday Friday Wednesday and Thursday I report Friday I do sports and then Saturday and Sunday I do anchoring and producing okay so like okay so it's like usually I've been working a lot of night side lately which is 1 30 to 10 30 shift but usually I would do 
a day side shift, which is 9.30 to 6.30, but usually you stay until like 7.30, probably. You just have a lot of shit to do. But um, yeah. And then weekends are 1.30 to 10.30. And Friday night football is 1.30 to 10.30. Okay. But I also wouldn't awesome. mind that schedule if it was on a weeknight, but doing that on the weekends kind of sucks because you just don't have a social life, I feel like. Honestly, like, yeah, I don't have a social life, but also, like, my social life is just, like, my coworkers right now yeah. and, like, FaceTiming my friends and sisters back home. Which is good. So it's, like, fine. And honestly, since this is considered, like, the city for a lot of, like, rural areas, like, on the weekends, people come to, like, Target and, like, walmart and there's like a lot more people at like the bars and stuff and i'm just like you know it's sometimes yeah. a lot so yeah. so do you and your coworkers go get fucked up on monday and tuesday your day off um <laughs> actually we still go out on like the normal days like we went out last night to like this little like pub we call enots it's called enots so 10 30 hits you guys are like all right let's go pretty much yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> that's when it starts but yeah that's my normal schedule um day-to-day is really different too i don't know how much you want me to go into it so like a brief of like your yeah i want to hear about what you do with the sports and then the actual like anchor stuff you said okay alec were you gonna say something go ahead and answer that i'll i'll parlay it off that okay um reporting i'll do just like brief of everything okay reporting i come in pitch stories and then i go meet with people, do interviews, come back, put together a thing, write it, and then go on camera and be like, this is my story. And then I write a web article and then I go home. And then sports day, I usually come in at 1.30 and I do like half in- investigative work because that's really what I want to do. Like I'm trying to be an investigative reporter. And so working on that, I do like half of that. And then I leave like however far the game is, I'll leave at that time, starts at seven. I shoot highlights and then I go back, edit the station, edit at the station, write up the script and then submit it and help them like print scripts and put stuff in. And yeah. So when you're, when you're bringing stories up, is it like TMZ where everyone's sitting around with their sippy cups and like, you're like, so this happened down the street, like, (laughs) (laughs) or like, what, what's the process like there? Um, not at all that (laughs) (laughs) we do sit around a table i guess like it's a little conference room um i haven't been in one of the morning meetings in a while because i've been covering for anchors a lot and so i've been coming in like night side and but morning meetings usually everyone goes around and pitches three stories and the stories are like events that are happening um sometimes like arrests that have been made that are like big it's like this guy killed three people last night so you know or like okay maybe i shouldn't be so like no 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 no. uh, i this is actually a great transition into uh we actually googled you and found your list of stories on the website we picked some of our favorites we picked some of our favorite yeah we'll we'll go through we'll start with this first one uh eight-year-old saves great-grandfather's life after four-wheeling accident Yes, that was like kind of a sweet piece. Um, How did you find it? that? Oh, we watched it. Yeah. Oh yeah. We. I. I are we gonna play it? 
Do you want to? Do you want to? <laughs> it's a minute long. We can play it. I kind of want to play it. Oh, that shit. was one of my ones that actually, like, a lot of other stations put on their websites, which was like kind of nice. It was like, oh, sweet, See, but that's a feel feel good. That's a feel good piece. The mm -hmm. the community needs to see. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. And so, it was like something bad that could have been really bad. But yeah, go into the background. I guess we're gonna watch your report here, so we'll yeah. we'll, we'll get the gist of the story. Wait, I can't see her great grandfather. It's an amazing. Story. You can't see my screen. Mm -mm. It, we're looking. We're looking at Monroe, Louisiana, right now. Oh shoot! Oh, okay. Cool. You too. You too. Let me let me let me try that again. Which looks like a beautiful city, by the way. It too. It's pretty. Oh wait, who's this, Riley? Who's this woman? So that's Jennifer. She's our evening anchor. Okay. Shout out, Jennifer. Story. Riley Kramer joins us now with all the details. Riley? Jennifer, Jesse Glass oh, and his great granddaughter Allie were taking There she is. The teleprompter was down. I to turn. Live in action. I'm glad that I saved him. Because so he's family. Why wouldn't I save him? Allie Glass is just eight years old, but knew exactly what to do after a late night four wheeling accident. Almost Did you get these videos that I've heard driving on the four wheeler? I've seen that opening. <laughs> I thought it was my four wheeler trail with the canal. Then we just tipped. I, I knew that he was old, so I just picked him up. I mean, I was pumping on adrenaline. That's when instincts called. come in. So I could pick him up, I guess. Allie says she was scared of so time to waste when she noticed her 83-year-old great-grandpa was pinned under the four-wheeler and couldn't breathe. She pulled him up enough great. for him to get air while she could get help. This is crazy. And I just ran. I just ran. Ran to go get, get anyone. But it wasn't a simple task. Allie ran barefoot with her shoes in one hand and a flashlight in the other until she reached home where they called 911. Probably saved my life. Oh my God. After her heroic actions, Allie was given a badge and the title of honorary sheriff's deputy in Franklin Parish. Your quick action. I was gonna say she should get like a purple star or something. But Allie made it clear that she didn't do it for the recognition. I mean, if it's family, she's always intervene. Absolutely. Or friends. Absolutely. Doesn't matter. Absolutely. Doesn't matter. That's Retweet. the most Louisiana shit I think. I love that. That's a feel-good story. She was oh, adorable. Awesome. I loved her. She was so cute. I spent like an hour and a half there with them, just like. So, how'd you get the lead on that? That was a Facebook post from the sheriff's office. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. So then we just called them up and we we're like, you know who this is? And then they were like, yeah, we'll ask if you can do a story. And then they like set us up with it. And then the sheriff came and he like did the interview too and then they did like that whole thing and then she took me out to like see where it was and he left and everything so yeah cool oh, it was she, looked awesome. like, she looked like a fun person to interview yeah dude she was great she oh she, taylor swift's there sorry anyways she swifts oh. at the game <laughs> she's there she's there chiefs are winning big chiefs are oh. winning big it's an away game too yeah it is but um no, that was yeah, that was such a cute little story. I've had a couple good like feel good ones that I'm like, oh, let's go. Like, so yeah. what is the craziest story you've had to cover? The craziest? Crazy as in like, wow, like this is, this is this is bonkers. This is nuts. Maybe that's it doesn't have to be the worst necessarily. That was my second question. Like the worst, where you're just like, God, like this is horrible like craziest it's like i don't know 
as a crackhead, like jumping like a frog on the street or something. I don't know. Do you interview um, crackheads? Uh, not usually. Not yet. <laughs> Facts. Um, but I don't know. That's kind of hard because I don't know, like, define crazy, but like some of the stories that I'm like working on are like insane, like but it's going to take a while. It's like the inmate deaths are like really, really high at this one prison, but I can't figure out like what, like, and I think it's, we think it's like drugs, but we like don't Ooh. know what. So like, we're trying to figure that out, but like crazy in the sense of like, like I covered like the aftermath of um, this guy that burnt down uh, his house with his four family members in it. Oh, grandma, two kids and wife. Um, and then literally two weeks ago, I think, um, maybe three, there was a guy at Louisiana Tech University that went around and he stabbed four, or yeah, he stabbed four women. One of them died. That was another well, article we came across and we were going to ask you about. Yeah. So that was pretty crazy because that's like something you don't really see often. Like there's a lot of like shootings and um, I don't know, just like little crime things i guess i not i shouldn't say little crimes but like not crimes that we report everything on yeah gotcha you have to be like, like careful about it too so yeah. here's here's a controversial question to ask someone in news is no news good news um no no news well that's okay like because nowadays you turn on the news and it's like, all right, someone got shot. It's just like a bunch of stuff. They're like, holy crap. Like, okay. Yeah. As like, as a producer, like having, putting together shows and like not finding content, no news is usually a good sign that there's not crime happening. If that's what you kind of mean, mm -hmm. I feel like, because if there is crime, we usually report on it unless it's like, like we don't report domestic violence and stuff like that. Um, because it just happens all the time, you know? Yeah. And yeah. victims, we don't want, you know. Right, yeah. If you get reported for that, it's like, all right. It's like the scarlet letter. It's like. Yeah, it's like we're naming the victim, basically. So right, it's, right. It's that. <laughs> but yeah. I have a pretty egregious crime that you uh, reported on here. Third grade teacher arrested after throwing chair at student. Yeah, that was pretty crazy shit. I forgot about that. Um. Ooh, yeah, actually, I need to check up on that, see what's going on. Um, yeah, so the teacher, like, basically just, like, lost her marbles and, like, threw a chair at a kid, and she had to get stitches on her head. Holy crap. But, but literally, the, sh the sheriff was like, yeah, we're going to just call this, like, negligent injury because she said she didn't mean to, but it's also, like, of course you're going to say you didn't mean to. It's like, an assault of a minor. And then you also heard her on the tape saying, like, I'm sorry, like I lost it. Like that was in my story, but like, like, anyways, I come up with a better story, lady. Like, oh, it slipped out of my hand. Like, come I know on. it, was, it just, was something better, right? And like, the parents weren't notified either. I don't know. There's just yeah, that was oh, that is nuts. No, they didn't tell the parents. Like the parents like found out like a lot, like all that had happened later. It was, it was crazy. So, like, as an investigative reporter, do you get the autonomy to, like, 
call out things like that, like kind of speak more like, all right, these are the facts, but like through the legal system, this is the way it's going to go. I got to kind of write my report along the lines of that. Like, yeah, yeah. Like with that story in particular, like the whole point was just proving that it was intentional and they couldn't prove it. So that's why they had to put negligent, which was like, you can't really do anything with that. So like, you know, like she's probably gonna get fired. She, pro I hope she. I, I shouldn't say that. I think she, I, she should. You should. You should hope. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like, or else my kid's not showing up the next day. Right. right. <laughs> I know. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's a lot more like fact based because you have like there's a lot of like record requesting and like going through like data to look at like and be like, look, like I have these numbers. Like, explain it to me mm, because right. like. Right there's something wrong clearly you know i don't know so what's the worst story you've covered like you're like oh my god this is horrible this makes me want to puke reporting this just because it was so bad i like don't even know honestly it, i keep it like i feel like when i go report like kind of sad stuff uh, first of all, I haven't done anything like super gnarly. Like I've not like seen like a dead body or anything like that. Like mm. I haven't done like I've been to. Okay. There was one time it ended up not being that we heard that there was an active shooter at a, a high school. So we, me and my friend coworker, Sophia, like literally just got in the car and drove down. And we, <laughs> I was like, but it's weird because when I'm working, I'm just like, so like, locked in. Know, yeah. I, I'm not like, emotional about anything but like on the way there it was like dead silence we were like holy shit like we hope nothing is happening like yeah it's like oh hearts were racing we didn't even listen to music we were just like like let's just because yeah but anyways it ended up being just like a shots fired near the school and the guy was on the run but we didn't find that out until we got there and like i went up and asked the guy yeah but that was a pretty scary one because i thought that we were going to see like some dead kids and stuff you know oh, yeah. yeah like so we didn't so that's good some battlefield shit no one should see mm -hmm. yeah does yeah. uh does seeing all this like bad stuff make you more cynical or like fearful of the city i don't know what the right word is for that but does it just change your perspective at all like do you feel of like this city or like the world just in general yeah I feel like Josh and I are in pretty bad cities. Yeah. Where are you guys? You're in... Josh is Minneapolis. I'm St. Louis. So we see, oh. like, whenever I turn the news on, it's it's always something. Yeah, not good. Yeah. Right. Um, It kind of definitely, like, makes me, like, lose faith in society. But, like, also it's just, like, I'm so submersed in it. Like, I literally go through the bookings every day and see, like, how many people have been arrested. And, like, they're, like, affidavits just to, to look and see if any of it's like crazy that we need to report you know what i mean so it's like yeah. i'm kind of you know, desensitized to it i guess but i'm still like i don't know sometimes i still like i'm like damn this sucks but also like we need people like in my job and the people around me to report on these things so that people can stay safe and people can be held accountable and stuff like that so it's like in a good way i guess yeah i've put it's been a lot of put a lot of things in perspective yeah so, so what's the most fulfilling story you've covered 
most fulfilling story I've covered. Bring the light back in here. Um, there was one that had a really good ending and then kind of had like a kind of a more sad ending because it never actually happened. But um, there was one woman who this will this one will like stick with me forever. Um, her husband was a veteran from Vietnam and he was exposed to Agent Orange and like bladder cancer, blind dementia. The guy was like not doing well. And she comes up to me after like this like meeting and I was like a new reporter at this time. So I was just there to cover like, oh, Congresswoman Letlow is here. Like, let's just see what she has to say, you know? And then this woman comes up to me, she's like, I have a story. And so anyways, we spend months going through her thing and it turns out the VA wasn't giving her the correct amount of money for her being a living caregiver for her um, husband who was deteriorating like really quickly. And she was spending like so much time with him just helping him, I guess. Yeah. And they like kept applying and they appealed it and then they applied again and all this stuff. And the VA was just basically like screwing them over in every which way, which they're kind of known for that. So, oh, yeah. but yeah, um, someone apparently saw my story originally like last November and they were like, they called the VA in New Orleans, which is like the head people, they have like a little bit more authority up there, or down there. And um, they called the family and they were like, hey, all right, like, we'll give you your money. Like you can get a hundred percent. She called me like so happy and it was like so sweet. Um, but then they never sent her a check and then oh. he died in February. So That is very sad almost very nice i know but she's still working on it it's just like the va is just such a big entity that it's like yeah it's i don't know how you really go about that I, the, the va is notorious for lack of quality if i say yeah i like the dmv you know you know the and like growing over just... right the quality People is not there. the quality is not there yeah let's get the but... va back in shape come on yeah for real though but yeah um i kind of oh yeah sorry continue you have no i don't know like fulfilling though i've done like cute little stories like this one kid that was autistic is autistic was being bullied and then the ulm football player invited him to come to practice and like come to the game and that was like a really cute story isn't that one of your stories that like kind of broke the internet like a lot of people got a hold of that (laughs) A little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like broke the internet. No, like CNN and CBS requested to like me to put it on like their system so everyone could share it. It was like a feel good story. It was cute, but yeah. How does that work? Do you get credit for that or mm-hmm. money? Extra extra no. money for that? No. No. Just just for the love of the game. Yeah. <laughs> so that gives you like visibility, I guess. Where where do you see yourself like five years from now in your career? Are you kind of finding your niche? You kind of said you wanted to be in more on the investigative side. Kind of what's your door of opportunity in that area? Where do you see yourself like your your dream job? My dream job? Um I definitely want to go back to Kansas City. I just love it there. Every time I go back, I'm like, ugh, I want to be here. But um eventually. Because I yeah. think that like I can handle Monroe, so I feel like I could go another place. So did you say five years or ten years or fifteen? Um, I guess I I said five, but any of the above. Interview. I I guess so. <laughs> we'll just say your dream is to 
land a gig in Kansas City, but in the next five years, let's let's stick it to that. Um, next five years, I don't know because I could like go, like we have two year contracts, so. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it's just like I could go anywhere next, just anywhere that will hire me. So we'll see, but I want to do like a little bit more investigative stuff and like learn how to like request records and like understand the law and like do like quicker stories. And, Would yeah. you sign a new contract with your current station? Um, not unless they increase my pay by a lot and change my title to like lead investigative reporter or something like that. Yeah. And, or like just vertical movement stuff. Position and yeah. investigative reporter or something. Okay. But, yeah. yeah. So that's cool. I don't know where I'm going next though. I have nine months left on my contract. Oh, so it's crunch time. Kind of. Yeah, well, the guy at the, like, conference that I was at this last week was, mm -hmm. like, don't start looking until you're, like, six months out. And I was like, oh, so, I don't know. Kind of scary. Do you, do you have a uh, LinkedIn? I do, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to uh, give you a follow. <laughs> yeah. We'll connect. Is, it, just, is yeah. it, like, a big pool of reporters like you that do this? So, every two years, there's just a ton of people just trying to move around in five jobs. So, like all the different stations swap reporters like you have like a big network of people eventually from all these different stations is that kind of how it works yeah pretty much okay. yeah well that's kind of um, cool yeah but everyone wants to like move up for the most part like it's it goes by like population viewing area is like the size of your market and so like like new york city is like the number one market like if you go to new york like you're big gotcha. time right you know, you like every, everyone's gonna see you it's just the reach you have right yeah like you're doing some cool stuff um but there's 210 markets i'm in market 140 right now so like i don't but i don't want to be here forever but <laughs> if like it just depends right. depends on where because like there's also it's just a lot of like issues within the industry and like you can't really find places where you're happy or everything's perfect from what I've heard from everyone that, like literally everyone that I started with is now gone because their contracts are up. Really? Okay. Like for the most part, except for like some producers, but they and usually- Where do some of those people move to after their contracts? They go to like a little closer to home usually. Okay. But somewhere else, a local news station somewhere else that's bigger usually. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you, just like with the crazy schedules and the the weird hours, it, how do you like make social time for, let's say, like dating, stuff like that? Do you, go on, do you go on dates? Uh, I've been on like a couple of dates. Uh, I've been on like, like throughout my time here, a year and a half-ish, I've been on like, I don't know, like five or six dates. Are the Louisiana guys pretty cool or are they all like Theo Vaughn or <laughs> what? No, <laughs> what Theo are the Louis what are, you know who are the do a story on Theo Vaughn? <laughs> yeah. what, what even is that? He's a comedian <laughs> from a Louisiana. Okay. He's like popping right now, but um goofy dude. Goofy dude with a mullet and everything. He actually just but... did college game day, yeah. Oh, sick. Um no. Uh the guys are really southern. Um they which is like, good right that's like everything a girl would want very uh that's not really my gig they'll open the door for you that, they'll, that they'll subtle treat shame you nice <laughs> they'll treat you nice 
No. Not really. What's happening? No. Uh, not. Is that nice. what they're like though? Like yeah, they're nice, but like they're really southern. Like they. They like um, beer. Yes, they like they, beer, but yeah. they like going frogging and hunting big time. They all have trucks. Yeah. Like. Yeah. So that doesn't impress you when he picks you up in a big ass truck. That's not like like a truck you gotta take three steps to get into. Yeah. You don't like that? Right. No. Truck no. that'll burn coal on you. Just... Mm-hmm. No, ugh, yeah. I came to the wrong place to <laughs> the dating pool, but I don't really have like time today, so it's kind of fine with me right now. It works I'm... out. Works out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so are you on the dating ass? Is that how you got these dates or just Randomly. No. Are you just famous in the city? They just your DMs are flying. No, absolutely not. <laughs> um, but no, I'm not on the dating apps. I don't know how to do those. Like I, I don't know. That's like that's like social media for me. It's just like a, a line I can't cross right now. Um, but like some of them, like I met from like stories. Um, oh, those are fun. Ooh. Show yeah. up to a story like oh hey, that, that's like Hallmark movie quality shit yeah. right there. Right, right. Um. One of my coworkers, Jennifer, tried to set me up with this one guy. Uh, it did not work out well. I we literally went to like trivia night with his like best friend and his best friend's wife, and oh. then like his no, guidance counselor from middle school was there, and I was Whoa. like, "This is so southern and weird for me. I can't." But nice guy. Was Wait, his cousin? Was weird. his cousin there? Probably. <laughs> So he took you for a first date. He took you on a double date with his friend and his friend's wife. That's insane. That's what I'm saying. That's how I felt. Maybe if some of your friends were there, it would have been okay. But yeah, it's kind of putting you on the spot, like an interview. Like, what do you guys think of this girl? No, for real. Yeah. Your first date. And you're outnumbered all of a sudden, like three to one. It's like, whoa. It was crazy. It was crazy. I was like so uncomfortable the whole time. And they only had like seltzers and beer there because it was a brewery. And I was like, seltzers? Yeah, I need some like, tequila. Have, like, oh, I know. I was like, dude. But yeah. Well, was he good at trivia at least? We did win. And then okay. we oh, got, that's good. That's some got points. sweatshirt. Yeah. With There's the some points. gift card that we won. Man, he probably and thought he killed it. I think so, but... and then you were like oh i'm never talking to you again so... i was like thanks for the sweatshirt so did he uh, like walk you to your door like a southern gentleman would i drove myself i'm kind of like the i'd rather drive myself so i can dip out if i have to yeah good call good call That's definitely definitely like don't want to get kidnapped kind of thing too yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's awesome yeah. So, would you say we we all the girls we've had on here we've asked their icks would you say that these are some icks for you just that big truck so or what would you say some of your biggest icks are my biggest icks like i don't know like yeah the super super southern accent i just can't do that for some reason it's just Mm -hmm. sometimes it's hard to understand um well that's more like the louisiana cajun accent that they got going. okay honestly though when i went to new orleans like literally this last week i um some of it was hard i could yeah. it's hard to understand <laughs> like it you, really need, is... you need subtitles <laughs> yeah. no for real it's so confusing it's like a mix of like northern but like really southern and i just picture like red and green as like one word you know just like complete opposites like just one mm-hmm. word and then just like a big red and green oh you know i can't yeah. anyways but that um <laughs> <laughs> also like 
I don't know. Yeah. The the guys that think they know it all, the guys that talk a lot, the guys that don't ask a lot of questions. I don't know. But also I just haven't been dating that much. I'm like kind of You don't have any uh, experience like, this, but like yeah, there's like shoe. I'm also just like I don't really want to date. That's like too that's not my well, if you get if you get cuffed up with someone down there and your contract's up in nine months, getting See, into some the rocky thing. territory there. I've been like kind of seeing this guy for like we've never been on like a date or anything. It's just kind of like we have an expiration date, you know. But we have <laughs> we've seen each other like three months now, but like we're just hanging out. We're not like going out, you know. Right, you're mm. just having fun. So, yeah. So, but. That has crossed my mind. I'm like, damn, this, but I don't know if I could stay in Louisiana or if like, I is it a deal I, where he wants something and you're a little more shy about it? You're like, hey, hold up. We're both just kind of like, like he wants to go back home, which is like kind of near Baton Rouge and like my contract's up. And so is like, he a part of the news team? No, he is a student at Louisiana Tech, but he is 23. Oh, okay. dating a student. He's twenty three. Okay, engineering student. So, are you twenty three? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Just make it sure. So, yeah. Hey, if you well, dated a twenty year old, that's fine. Yeah, it, you know, it we're not totally judging cool. you. Okay. Totally hey, cool. Well, just not not like a freshman student, you know. Yeah. That'd that be would old. be eighteen. Freshman is eighteen. Okay. Yeah. So you're good. Twenty three. <laughs> He's a super super senior. You're doing good. Yeah, but just like casual just cash that's nice cash. That's good. yeah nice wrong with casual and that's good that he's casual too because you know you don't want to be like whoa sorry guy i'm i'm leaving i'm going back to kc can't right. i don't know or, uh, are you a reader riley a reader like a book reader yeah like the bible do you know words um i am familiar with words i've okay. heard a few before you but words. the Bible, I don't really read the Bible. I'm not religious very well. Okay. But you yeah. read books? Um, I'm kind of bad at reading books, actually. I like I can read articles, but like books are tough for me. I've literally been trying to read this book. It's literally Is it a Hoover? Day. Is it a Hoover book? Don't tell a me Hoover. it's Colleen. Oh, you don't Col- know who Colleen is? Col- you don't no, know who Colleen Hoover is? Oh yeah, I don't I don't read like that kind of book. Like this is like <laughs> is it nonfiction? Strategies for acquiring public records. This is, there like, you go, nonfiction. <laughs> I like that's it, how right we like it here. Nonfiction knowledge equals power. None of that fantasy romance shit. All right, we live in the real world. Okay, exactly. Yeah, that's why I strictly watch The Office and New Girl, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Good, it's good stuff. I mean, there's some romance in there too, but. No, I mean, like you, don't, you don't believe in that Jim and Pam stuff. You're not in it for that. You know, Pam, like now that I'm, I mean, I've been like office fan forever, but like Pam's the worst, you guys. Yeah. I actually thought what that. Do you, what do you mean? Like, like she's like bad to Jim. Jim deserves more. I mean, like Jim just goes so hard and he loves her so much and like lets her go to art school and all these like super nice things. And then she, he wants to go to Philly for his thing. And she's like, no. Yeah, she's and just like, kind of. Yeah. I think Jim. Kinda, yeah, and she's kind of yeah. like a bully when she's mean. It's just like you're not funny. Uh, I think Jim. Jim loves the chase. I think that's what makes it work. Yeah. yeah. 
I, but I agree, Riley. I used to think when I was younger, watching that in high school, like, oh, Jim and Pam, so much love. But now I'm realizing right. this is way one-sided. Jim is just the guy. Like, he's a No, great, for real, though. So like, much sacrifice. Jim is the, like, that's the cover of that relationship. That's what everyone wants. Not the Pam part. The Pam's just, like, who he ends up with. <laughs> I love Excuse me for a second, like guys. I'm going to use the uh, powder room real quick. Okay, actually, I am, too. BRB. All right. Pause. Pause. Bum, bum, bum. This is Sunday the seven. Bum, 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 bum. Bum, 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 bum. Josh, how's the weather up there in Minneapolis? You getting any snow yet? Not bad. I actually had my first snowboard of the season uh yesterday. It was pretty good. It was like thirty-eight degrees and there was like two runs open, but yeah, it was shred good. some gnar. Yeah, I love that. I love skiing in that weather because the weather is just it's so warm. You just wear a hoodie and that's pretty much it. And it just feels so good. Do you do like the really complicated ones, like the like black and diamond? Black diamond? Well, it's, it's Minnesota. So they don't, they don't really have complicated ones. They have a, they have a hill. And oh, then, okay. you just, yeah. <laughs> so they, they have like ski lifts still, but yeah. So it's good rocks. practice. It's good practice. It's just nice to get out and mess around a little bit. They have a train park too, which, I hurt myself on quite frequently, but it's nice to get out there too. There's just a bunch of like little 12 year olds out there and they are just so good. And they just make you feel like you're terrible at snowboarding when they're doing like just crazy three sixties off these three sixty ollies. Yeah. They're shredding these rails. And I'm like, wow. Okay. Put me in my place. Thank you. Okay. But they've probably been doing it since like they could walk. Yeah, exactly. Those kids are so impressive, though, honestly. Yeah, and they sting out every day, too, and I'm just like, yeah, this is a hobby. They're going to be, like, professionals, though. They're going to make money off that. Mm -hmm. Riley, so being an investigative reporter, like, what you're really trying to get into, do you get looped into conspiracy theories pretty easily? Um, Are you a fan of conspiracy theories? No, I'm not, Um, because there's not facts, like, there right right but like does it does your does it take your mind places where you're like all right how or what how do we believe it's true or not right like there's certain things like the pyramids and moon landing all that shit like yeah no okay yeah definitely it's made me question a lot more things um i guess if that answers the question which i guess like the pyramids is just like a believe it how it is there's pyramid there somehow it got there what however you believe it and how it is, is how it is but like the, the, math is the, the moon landing like all right that's a little out there like i i'm a believer that it happened and i am too personally but i, I like to stir the pot a little bit when you think about it the first moon landing was in 1969 and then we didn't have another one to like what well once you've been there once it costs so much money to get there what what's the point of returning more and more again when there's clearly more shit out there that we should focus on also like how many years did it take to prepare for just that one like launch you know Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. if they wanted to go back i'm sure they could very easily well when i say very when i say very easily i don't mean like it's easy i'm just saying they they have the resources to get back and return home safely in my opinion Mm -hmm. but what do i know about space so you think all the other countries just kind of gave up once usa did it they're like all right sick you guys made it to the moon we don't really care no i mean russia the soviet union made it 
I I think, or at least attempted. I, I know so. China, India has been there. Like it's just once once a, it, it's called the space race because the first to get there, once it's happened, you get credited for it, and all the data and information you learn from that voyage is just access to everyone. I mean. I guess not like the crazy shit, but it's good for the world to know what's going on up there once someone does it. It's also very expensive. If you are a country that doesn't have a lot invested in your space exploration program, then you're probably not going to get there because you have other important, more important things to worry about. But um, what are your thoughts on the pyramids? Because I think, I don't think aliens built the pyramids. I think that just years 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 of and the human mind can do crazy things i think it's just intelligent lever pulley systems that just defy the odds of gravity that a bunch of people pull and they can make this shit happen i kind of think that millions, too millions not not millions but like uh, many years hundreds, hundred, hun hundreds of years it took we'll say that's kind of, yeah, I'm kind of on board with that. I haven't honestly given it that much thought, but I think that that's more likely than the alien scenario. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. I think they just underestimated how many people and like slaves they had doing they it. Were all, they, they were all just right. sheer number of slaves that built that thing. There's no yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For years, probably, yeah. Years. Oh, that's kind of like years. a big concept. Years. Huh. Sorry, yeah, but... <laughs> you, you I've, getting I've into of... a loophole of conspiracy theories, Josh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going down the rabbit hole. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't know, because what, what's the big argument with the pyramids? That there were perfect blocks. There were so many of them. Perfectly cut blocks that weigh yeah. fucking tons and tons so and tons speed. like it's impossible for humans to move it at this height like where they got it from. ridiculousness like they they harvested the inputs and in quarries like hundreds of miles away and transported them here like yeah yeah that was the like big that. thing is the is the quarry one yeah so the transportation of the rocks the logs the from yeah. the quarry to not logs, but like bricks of stone or whatever they use, sandstone, I don't know, um, to the site of the pyramids. Yeah. My I guess would, Yeah. My guess would just be they didn't realize how many slaves they had working, and they just underestimated how many people it took to do that. Because aliens, I mean, come on. I mean, that's reaching. It's a stretch. It's a stretch. 100%. And I think aliens are real, but I don't think that this is an alien deal. Let's be I honest. agree. I same page, same page. You you believe in aliens, Riley? I do. I kind of think like, how could it just be us, like here? Mm -hmm. Do you think aliens have been to Earth? Dude, probably. I don't know. Like, I feel <laughs> like the CIA like probably hides like a lot of stuff. What if they're? Uh, I don't know. One hundred percent. This guy that was in like the space program or whatever in the military and joe rogan brought him on and i listened to it and he would everything joe would ask him be like so is there like proof of this he's like i like i i can't say anything like he deferred to say anything majority of the time because because oh, yeah. the knowledge is super confidential and if he were to expose it then 
I don't know, his life would be in risk or something. But there's shit out there. There's shit out there. Yeah, definitely. I I wonder, like, how much they know that, like, we don't know, though. That's, like, everything. Not not aliens, but, like, just, like... The government in general? Yeah, the CIA, specifically. Those three-letter organizations. (laughs) (laughs) They all got secrets. (laughs) Yeah. I think uh the alien I like the theory that the aliens are here and if they are here they're just like watching us cuz obviously if they are here they have way okay, better technology than us and they're just like, you know, either watching us as like little big brother over here like making sure hey, let's make sure these guys don't nuke each other or they're just probing us out and they're going to come and steal our natural resources. It's going to take all of our water. <laughs> yeah. So, one or the other, not sure which one. I like hey. the first one, not the they're going to come steal our shit, but. So you think they're like among us though? No, I don't personally. That's if they are though, like they're just not even among us. Like they're disguised in our skin or something like that. Just like if they are on earth, they're hiding kind of thing. In a human form. No, mm. I don't think that. Like but... men in black type shit. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't going there, but sure. That'd be interesting. I don't know. I'm kind of like they're probably like in space or like in on other planets, maybe. The 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 part about other planets that I don't understand is like I saw this. You know, like how Interstellar. Have you seen Interstellar? Really? Yeah, but it's been a while. You know, like how they went to that one planet and like eight minutes on that planet is like something like years on Earth, like. I, I don't understand the space-time continuum talk, like, all that. It, that just blows my mind. I was just having this conversation with my friend, like, two days ago on FaceTime. It it makes no sense. Uh-uh. Like, I don't get it one bit. But isn't so, it something with, like, the rotation? Yeah, it's gravity. So the, his, I think in the movie, they definitely over-exaggerate that. Like, that gravity would not be able to slow time that much. So they over-exaggerate that for the movie purpose, but I think that is an actual concept that gravity, like, makes time relative. So there was, like, some post I saw, like, since Interstellar released in 2014 and they visited whatever uh, planet that was, uh, eight years have passed since then or whatever, nine years, and um, only, like, eight minutes have passed on that planet. You're just like, what? (laughs) Yeah, no, that's crazy to me. Weird. Yeah. But even the fact that that's like kind of real, even in a smaller sense, that free. Okay, Mm -hmm. wait. This is a question that I've been like running by everyone I know. Would you rather go deep into the ocean, like to the bottom, or like to space? Oh, space. Uh, That's so hard. But like, you're going to be safe either way, I think. All right. If I know, floor like if I know you're safe, I like the bottom of the what? What's the deepest trench in the ocean? The Mariana Mariana Trench. That that could be pretty cool. If I know I'm gonna be safe after that whole Titanic expedition thing, I'm kind of tweaking. Like, okay, that was so. I mean, they knew so poorly better so poorly done that's just like a shame like yeah they knew better but you think space i think space i think space is just really cool i want to do like the floating thing 
Yeah. And I feel like I can get a taste of the ocean on earth. I know obviously there's a lot of cool shit in the ocean, but I, I can scuba dive still. There's not a lot of opportunities to go to space. I feel like. And also what's at the bottom of the ocean floor? Some just, I think it, you'd be surprised what's on the bottom I mean, of the ocean floor. You're definitely right. Here, here's the, here's the deciding factor in my decision. It, do I get like a plethora of lights down there? Like I want, I want to be able to see from like a hundred yards 360 around my submarine yeah i want to light it up that's fair see it all that's fair that's fair i feel like i don't don't want it to just be like a dark majestic hole you're like all right i'm down here but yeah because it's just i can't see shit right that would be kind of (laughs) lame yeah i didn't think about that part but um i think i was submarine and now i'm space but space would also be really scary because you're just looking at like Oh my god! Like we are just like tiny little dots, mm. not even dots. It would be yeah, really like, cool just would... to see the Earth from space, but also it's just pitch black out there. Like you don't even see the stars. Apparently, that's a thing, and I didn't realize that till recently. But when you're in space, like the astronauts that are in space, they don't see any stars. It's just black because like something about the Earth's atmosphere makes it's the stars all project the light. their light. Yeah, it's something like that. So when you're in space, it's just black. Well, that's so you, sick. You would see the sun, the moon, the Earth. And then everything else just black. So that See, would be that scary. kind of freaks me out. I don't know. That's... Yeah, that would be scary as shit. I think. And that'd be one I'd... of the reasons why I'd want to go to space is to see all the stars like clearly in front of right. my face. Yeah. Like, oh, it's so cool. But it'd also be cool to look down and you're like, "Whoa, that's Earth. That's nuts." Yeah. Also, with know. that question, I would want to, if I'm in space, travel around a little bit, like maybe get a little teleporter so I can pew, pew, pop some different cool shit and some jensen's shit yeah right go to different planets just like pop by yeah and like all the stuff this telescope the the new telescope has been capturing like go to those different like big old clouds and shit and see all that stuff i think that'd be yeah until you get like sucked into one of those whatever those are you guys think it's weird that you know the earth's constantly spinning and if the earth were to just stop spinning right now and just stay still we would all fly into our walls at like 800 miles an hour. <laughs> Squash Wait. like ants. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Wait, that's funny. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, just keep spinning, Earth. Keep spinning. Yep, keep doing that thing. The sun's got to come up tomorrow. Yeah. What a way to go out. Oh, yeah. That's hilarious to think about. I like that one. I, have you heard Elon's been trying to populate mars Mm-mm. he's got big dreams yeah, yeah that's apparently. gonna take a minute there's that's gonna be a while i don't think that's gonna be in our lifetime definitely not in our lifetime but it's still interesting i, th- I think it'd be interesting to see it mars populated well mars is largely water-based like it's just a frozen mm. planet covered in dust so mm. they've had oceans in the past they have mountain ranges it sounds pretty it's just like yeah. freezing yeah. There's huge wind storms. Okay, further, actually I hate wind. Yeah, no. It's further from the sun. <laughs> like I have zero desire in seeing that. Yeah. I'm kind of honestly, yeah, no, I kind of just want to like stay on earth. Yeah, I just want to chill here. Yeah. It's fun. I, I would do like a trip. There, you know? I'd rather I there's there there's a lot of the earth I haven't seen yet. So I, I'd rather investigate that then go see other planets that's actually a great point a lot of a lot of earths here and a lot of things i haven't like all of europe a lot of cool shit and history over there i haven't seen are you a 
Are you a beach or a mountain girl? Um, I definitely like both. If I had to live in one, though, I think I'd live in the mountains. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Why is that? Any, any reason? You like the seclusion. The view. The view. Mm. Can you just imagine just, like, waking up to, like, just ugh, mountains? And, like, the beach would be cool until, like, there's a hurricane. Yeah, or a tsunami. Yeah. That, too, yeah. That's that's scarier than a hurricane. True. All right, Riley, we got about 10 minutes here before the Chiefs game. I want I want your predictions of how the game's going to go tonight. We got Chiefs Packers matchup in Lambeau. Supposedly there's snow on the ground. Snow on the ground. Snow on the ground. Patty's um now that Taylor Swift's there, I think Travis Kelsey's going to have a good game. Should I make a bet? Do Wait, do you guys have any like safe bets that I can I need to like gain confidence i've only made like three bets and i've lost is is sports betting legal in louisiana it is yeah you should make a bet what uh can you pull pull up your book right now we'll cook up something that's sure to make you money Mm -hmm. all right all right all right i'll tell you what i did tonight i took the chiefs minus five and a half so they got to win by six points it's it's a lot of points but i like the chiefs to just come in and just take down the packers and now that taylor swift's there oh Dude, yeah, that, that, I bet the I bet the line went up just because of that. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, it's pumped. So okay, I'm uh, all on board with that. This one's like okay, the same game parlay. Should I do one of those or should I just do like no? A... Let's do straight bets. Yeah, get okay. you a straight one. Are you feeling? Do you want to take Travis Kelsey's over? Dude, uh, let's look at Travis Kelsey's stats. Go to player props. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Travis Kelsey scores a touchdown. Anytime touchdown score. What are the odds? It's minus one hundred five. That's pretty even. So they're they're pretty much saying there's a fifty fifty chance he scores a touchdown. I kind of like those odds, low key. How much? I like that. How many units are we playing with, Riley? Like, are we just throwing like a five dollar bill? Yeah, we're not throwing much on this. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know if that's really the bet we want to do. Okay. Yeah. But, um, what about how many receiving yards or receptions for Kelsey? Uh, twenty-five plus receiving yards in each half plus one hundred and sixty. I don't know what I'm looking at. Oh, that's not bad. See, I like those plus odd bets that you'll get more bang for your buck. So that's each half. So you see it 25 in the Josh, can you pull up the weather in Lambeau? Because if it's like a torrential snowfall, I don't think taking receiving props are a good idea. Yeah, let's let's see what we got. Uh... I think it's pretty cold. Cold's all right. The ball gets firmer, easier to catch. Green Bay, Wisconsin. No, it's just it's fine. Just a little cold. 30, 30 degrees. No, no okay. Snow. Here we go. Oh my gosh, Debo Samuel had a casual forty-three bomb for me tonight. Wait, okay. I found the this place. Wait, is this okay. Well, what do we got? Yeah, let's see what we have here. Okay, should I go into receiving? Yep. Yep, do receive and do Travis. I mean, so I so if it's if it's dude, yeah. if what's his overall receiving yards over under? Because if it's twenty five per half and it's over fifty, I would smack that. Yeah, Wait, why is it seventy? 
It's seventy, yeah. So I would take that honestly. O- over. Over seventy, or what's his receptions? How many balls do they think he's gonna catch? How the fuck? Where do you find that? Yeah, what do you use, DraftKings? FanDuel. FanDuel. I don't. I don't. I don't use those. I, honestly, I, I haven't sport bet in a while. I just, I just know the lingo. You should do that one. You should do that one that you were telling us the twenty-five receptions in each half. No, it's or twenty receiving yards, receiving yards each yards. half. Yeah. Should I do that one? Plus one sixty. That sounds like a fun one. I like that. Yeah, that's a yeah. fun one too. Five and bucks. Not do the Travis Kelsey over sixty nine and a half yards receiving. Oh, yards. Which one would you rather? Both. I think that's the do safer both. one. I don't. I you could do both. Put five um, on it, each. Call it a Chipotle meal. What if you parlayed both? Wait. Okay. It says if I do that one, then I win nine dollars. If I put ten dollars in. Yeah. So it's a minus one ten bet. Yeah, that seems. Do the plus one sixty bet. You're gonna like that better. Put five in to win like eight, thirteen, something like that. All right. We think that'll hit. We do. We're Which confident. one is that? It's the twenty-five receiving yards each half. Yeah. Yeah, with Taylor there, I I like that. Yeah. Five to win eight. Yeah. And then once you have eight dollars, Riley, you could just keep stacking it up. Yeah. That's the goal. That's why I need, these, <laughs> I need the safe bets, you know? That's I like what I'm it. looking for. That's so who's who's your ideal Chiefs matchup in the Super Bowl? Mm. We we don't want to see the Eagles, right? No, they're good. It would be yeah. fun though. It would be really fun. But we, we got their year. number we got their number last year. Like it's hard to beat a team two times in a row in the Super Bowl, you know? Okay, I'm looking at the range. You don't want to see the 49ers because that's also a very hard matchup. Mm -hmm. A lot of talent. Who do do you want to see? I mean, if you had to pick between them. Sadly, it's going to be one of those teams. Maybe I'd like to see the Cowboys. I like to play the Cowboys in the the Super Bowl just because I hate them and I think it's an easy dub. Yeah, hopefully they would choke. But uh, I don't know. I think the Eagles would be fun, but I don't know if we could do it like two years in a row. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I think think you'd rather see the Niners just because it's a Super Bowl and Brock Purdy doesn't have that clutch team like Jalen Hurts does. So you just, you'd rather rather have that advantage over him. Where Patrick is, I mean, he wins the Super Bowls every year. He goes down there, gets her done. Whereas you have Brock in there, it's like, all right, this guy's not doing the two-minute drive to win the game. But he's done the two-minute drives this year. That's that's the scary thing. He's got the pieces around him, so many weapons to where they can make something happen. Either way, it's going to be a tough matchup, and the Chiefs got to get through their AFC woes first. I think <laughs> the, the Jags are a force to be reckoned with. The Bengals aren't as good this year. The Bills aren't as good, but if they squeeze into the playoffs, that's a tough matchup. Ravens are good. That'll be that'll cause some problems. Lot. The Ravens are good. The Chiefs need to focus up and get home field advantage for as many games as they can because that's mm-hmm. what they got going for them is Arrowhead. Facts. Yeah. Oh, I went to the Eagles game before Thanksgiving, the Monday night one. Electric. <sighs> it was so much fun, even though we lost. Yeah, we did lose. 
That's great though. Congrats, Tim. Well, Riley, I think uh, I think that's all the time we got with the Chiefs game coming up. But appreciate your time uh, coming on here and indulging us on your life and what you got going on for you. I think uh, I think you're gonna be all right. You got a lot of good things going for you. Love your stories. I'm gonna follow you on LinkedIn. So thank you. Yes. <laughs> Thanks so much. Thanks for having me, you guys. I'm yeah, honored. We gotta catch up sometime you. soon, though. I literally I was FaceTiming Mackenzie last night while she's with Mitchie and Jack Wilkin, and I was like, stop. Yeah. <laughs> are you coming back? Are you coming back for uh the holidays? Um a little bit. I have to figure that out though. So okay. yeah. We're going on a trip over Christmas. So that'll be nice, but where are you going? A little cruise down like west coast of Mexico. Okay. Oh, that's a nice. new cruise. That's yeah. fun. Should be interesting. But yeah, we gotta catch up more. We gotta have a reunion. Hundred percent. Well, soon. we're all we're all in the Midwest, so that's easy. We're easily accessible. So if you're ever back, just let us know, and we'll get something going. Fair enough. All right. Well, thanks for having me. Absolutely, Thanks, you guys. Been real. All right. Peace.